This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Uh, Now we're back to talk about being in my existence, the Anaheim Angels, probably the place I've seen the most baseball games, and I'm not proud of this, the most baseball games outside of watching games in Seattle. Um, you know, the Mariners have played the Anaheim Angels 945 times since I've lived down here in Southern California. I will say the tickets are usually cheap. I mean, this team has been bad or has ended up being bad, I should say, over the last seven, eight seasons. Um, you know, but that's largely due to underperformance and injuries and getting their ass kicked in a brawl by the Mariners. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, as, as you know, the uh, Anaheim Angels, though, do have arguably the two best people in baseball, the two people that closed out the uh, World Baseball Classic, which I'm talking about, Shohei Hotani and I. I am talking about Shohei Otani, and I'm talking about Mike Trout, which that is what their team is uh, surrounded around. You know, as far as what their opening day lineup looks like, it's not too shabby. It's really, it's really not. And we've seen, we saw them last year, you know, get right out of the gate. Remember that, Hanno? Yeah, exactly. And they got a, they got a couple Mariner killers on their teams for sure. Oh yeah, Mike Trout. What's he got? 52 53 home runs against the Mariners all time. Shohei's starting to wear us out too, but uh, back to their lineup. They're projected to have Taylor Ward, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, uh, Taylor Ward out in the uh, Taylor Ward out in the outf- outfielders, Taylor Ward, Mike Trout. Then you got Otani at DH slash pitching. You got Anthony Rendon. He now he's been the big flop for them with the injuries. He also is the guy that got the, the stiff arm from uh, uh, our buddy Winker, right? Last year. Yeah. You know, that's, that was a a funny deal, but as a baseball player and what he was before he got to Anaheim, I really thought of him as a really good third baseman. So it'll be interesting to see if he can get back to that level. Yeah. He, he can be scary. Uh, Hunter Renfro, another outfielder, Luis Rangifo. Is that how I say him? The second baseman, Luis Rangifo. Uh, yeah, Rendifo. Yeah, that, he's a Rendifo. Mariner killer. Mariner killer. Brandon Drury. Uh, they got him uh, in the off season. That was one of the utility guys that we were like, maybe we, we could get him in the off season. Even rumored to possibly uh, be trading for him last year. That was that was on the table. That was in the headlines. That was in the dirt sheets. And uh, then shortstop, we got Giovanni Urshela. This guy, I believe, is making his, I don't know if it's his major league debut, but he might be considered a rookie, Logan O'Hop. Um, he is their number one, and I believe they're, let me look at this. Yes, they are their number one. This guy is their number one prospect. He made the team. Um, they also have uh, Zach Nito, who's down in, or Neto, 
Zach Neto, or who sounds pretty neato, I should say. Zach Neto, he's in the double A. He was a number one uh, 13th pick overall. Um, he's 22. Um, he's a shortstop, but it looks like he is somebody that they're projecting to be like an everyday second baseman by the way he hits. So those were your one and and two guys. This other guy, uh, I'm not sure if the Mariners saw him last year, but his name is Chase Silseth. And um, he started seven games last year for the Angels. He got optioned on Tuesday uh, down to AAA. He's 22, six foot, right-handed pitcher. But he did not start the season off with the Angels here. But those are your one, two, and three, according to Fangraphs. Those are or the guys that you're looking out for. Uh, last year, uh, the Angels finished uh, 73 and 89, third place, 17 games behind us. You know, here in the off season, they have made some moves. Uh, they got former Mariner that we had was a Dodger last year, Tyler Anderson. Um, uh, they've made a few other uh, additions to the pitching staff. That has definitely been their um, that's definitely been their their weak point is is the pitching. I mean, anytime you have Shohei and Trout, who you know Trout was injured, it's got the ability not to be able to hold leads seems to be their problem. Their um, their starters are Shohei, Patrick Sandoval, Tyler Anderson. Reed Detmers and uh, Jose Suarez. I mean, yeah, and the Angels again. They've made some signings this off season. Uh, you know, most notable. Uh, I already mentioned early Brandon Drury, former Mariner pitcher Tyler Anderson, who was on the Dodgers last year, and Hunter Renfro. So I mean, they've you know filled in some spots that you know they had uh, empty from trades that they made in the off season. Last year, I know they traded the the guy that my grandma likes to call the mountain man, or uh, or the Sasquatch to the Phillies. What was that guy's name? Oh, yeah, I see him. I can't think of his name. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, who cares? Anyways, those those were the big three signings by them. I, I, this team, you know, I love to hate them, but I'm I've always been scared about this team just going off like they were. I hate the cowboy cat hat home run thing. Um, I've had some dark times down there at the Anaheim uh, Stadium. Uh, but but really the big narrative, no matter what you say or do, if you Google Anaheim Angels, let me just pull this up right here. You know, uh, look, Los Angeles Times, Hernandez says, enjoy Shohei Otani while you can, Angels fans. His days in Anaheim, dot, 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 that's what that says. Bleacher Report says, the year of Shohei Atani, 2023 MLB season revolves around the Angels' Shohei Atani. Uh, expert predicts Dodgers to sign Shohei. So really the big story, unfortunately, is going to be around Shohei, but that's just what happens you know, when you make these big risks on uh, bringing guys into your organization. Um he is going to be making $65 million this season between endorsements and his uh, contract with the angels. I think that's the biggest intriguing story, but maybe the angels can, uh, you know, use that distraction to sneak up on everybody. I wouldn't count this team completely out, especially when you have, you know, some of these stars, i.e. Uh, Trout and Otani. But ultimately I do see the Mariners, 
you know, taking care of business with them again this year, or at least winning the series, I would, I would hope. Yeah. I would assume they would. Um, as far as the power rankings, you know, they're ranked a little bit, um, a little bit better than uh, the Rangers, you know, and not so far behind the Mariners. Now, when I start with MLB, they have the Angels at 17 on CBS Sports. They have them up at, at 14. Bleacher Report, I believe they have the Angels at 16. And we have uh, at, at MGM, uh, the Angels are... They have them. They have the 14th best odds. They are plus 4,000. Those are your Anaheim Angels. Uh, that's your Anaheim Angels preview for Myron here for 2023. Fry bread and mustard, a Mariners podcast. We have the one and only Mr. Tom Hutler. How are you doing? Doing well, guys. Thank you for having me. The Kingdo days, they had a lot of great memories for me. Where were you and what were you thinking when the kingdom was imploded? Uh, I was watching it on TV at home. I know I get flack for this, but I was kind of like in the good riddance mode. <laughs> you like, press the button. I yeah. would have I done it gladly. <laughs> Listen and subscribe to Rye Bread and Mustard, a Meredith podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. It is now time to get to the Big Bad Wolf, the World Series champions, and unfortunately, Playing our division, what are they? The five-time uh, playoff-bound team. I don't know. They've they've just been winning. Who knows? We got to stop them this season. Somebody's got to stop them. We all got to stop them. The Houston Astros. Yes, as you mentioned, AL West champs, AL champs, World Series champs. Last year, the Astros went one hundred and six and fifty-six. Um, going into this year, one of their top additions, they didn't do too much. Um, they went, but it was a big signing. They went out and got first baseman Jose Abreu from the, uh, Chicago White Sox. You would expect him to just have a field day in that Paul in that ballpark at minute made with the Crawford boxes. Right. And, and, and I also like them retaining Michael Brantley. That was a guy that we really wanted. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they had some of their free agents that they lost in this um, offseason, of course. They lost their big Cy Young Award winner, Justin Verlander. Another good first baseman in Yuri Gur- Guriel went to Miami. And then one of their late season pickups that helped push them over the top or helped them get over the top was catcher Christian Vasquez, who moved on to Minnesota. So because of that, they um well before i get to the guys that they replenished with they also have some injuries going into this year um as many of you know jose altuve hurt his right thumb in the wbc myron you mentioned the signing of michael brantley he's also out still recovering from right shoulder surgery and as well as uh lance mccullers he's got a muscle strain in his throwing elbow so he won't be ready for the beginning of the season either so they expect him to be ready um, shortly after that. He started throwing. But because of that, um, the Houston Astros are going with four rookies on their roster. Um, wow. And that's scary yeah. to me because they've just been so good at just bringing guys up in the pipeline. I mean, the one guy, the one hot prospect they had, they, they sent, sent to us and we already traded him to Milwaukee. So. Yeah, and that scary. prospect and uh, 
I just read Toro. He was sent down to AAA, so he didn't even make Milwaukee's opening day uh, roster. But moving on, those four rookies for uh, Houston that they're bringing up, they're going to be bringing up uh, an outfielder by the name of Corey Jolks. Uh, he was ranked the 30th prospect, and he had a career-type year in AAA last year. He had 31 homers and 89 RBIs, as well as catcher Cesar Salazar and catcher Yonder Diaz, who is the number two Astros prospect. Along with Hunter Brown, he's a starting pitcher. The Mariners saw him a few times last year in the playoffs, so he will be still considered a rookie. He's the number 43 prospect by MLB Pipeline. So, yeah, when you hear of Astros and replenishing, they've done it year after year, so which guy is going to pop? We'll wait and see. God, I hate it. I, I absolutely, I'm, it scares me. It really scares me. But at the same time, at some point, it's got to stop. Yeah, as far as the power rankings, here we go. Uh, CBS, got him at one. ESPN, got him at one. Uh, Bleacher Report, got him at one. MLB, got him at one. MGM, got him at four. So Vegas says that the Mets, the Yankees, and the Padres have a better chance than the Astros. The Astros are plus 600 this year if you're putting money on the Astros. If you are, get the fuck off of our podcast. Log out. We don't want you listening here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so they, they're they still the team to beat. And yeah, I think absolutely. that's what we said about a world champion if they – you know, didn't have a fire sale like the the Florida Marlins back in the day, um, or you're breaking up the Chicago Bulls, or you know, in the NFL where you you, you can lose everybody, you know, to salary cap casualties. If you're you know maintaining the, your team the way it is, I get it. Um, and when we get and back, they are. Say, I said, and they are maintaining their team. Um, it's it's th all the guys are still there, you know, as they're starting pitchers, you know, they have Framber Valdez, Christian Javier, Jose Akiti, uh, Luis Garcia, you know, names we all remember two of those guys and your, your Keaty and Garcia went out of the bullpen in the playoffs last year. And like I mentioned, Hunter Brown will step in at that five spot um, for Verlander and also Lance McCullers, who is hurt and the, and the rest of their team, you're asking who's going to step in for Jose Altuve. It's going to be Mauricio Dubon. Um, he's going to get the first whack at it at, at second base. He can also play a little center fielder. And then they also have a utility guy that they can put in there as David Hensley. Um, and he can play the outfield too. So they're a lot like the Mariners. They can play multiple positions. Uh, you ask who's going to be starting in the leadoff spot while Altuve's down. It's going to be Jeremy Pena. The Gold Glover, ALCS MVP, World Series MVP, uh, catching. We re we remember who's their catcher, Martin Maldonado. Like I mentioned, at first base, Jose Abreu, and then at third base, Alex Bregman. Their outfield, you know, it's guys that we remember. Kyle Tucker, who was in the WBC, could be an MVP type player. Chaz McCormick, Jake Myers, and then the rookie Corey jolks and then their big dh we can't forget about him jordan alvarez and then the relief pitching is just about the same as well you know it's guys we remember presley the closer stanick rafael montero hector neris brian abreu 
Phil Matson, and then a couple of guys that made the squad this year in Seth Martinez and Ronel Blanco. So they're solid in their pitching. They've, you know, had to uh, just add, add for injury and the loss for Verlander. And that's a big loss, but they keep on rolling with their big four and their bullpen is solid as can be, as you know. The word you, you that's been used that the Mariners are using and Depoto has been using sustainability. You know, this is pretty much the, you know, framework of like what the Mariners are trying to be like at, and, you know, a lot of these names, a lot of these people coming back, a lot of these people with playoff experience, you know, championships. Let's just hope that's what we're looking at here with the Mariners. But that's our ALS preview. Obviously, a lot of the focus went towards the Houston Astros for a couple of reasons. That's the team to beat. And the other reason, Hanno did his homework way more than I did. Uh, but uh, when we're back, we're going to – wrap this show up with some quick around the league uh, predictions. And of course the prediction of the AL West right after this. <laughs> 